the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. Last week we celebrated Shavuot, which is a strong reminder of the importance of the Ten Commandments and all of God's Word, and also the power of God's Spirit, which uh, still comes upon us today and gives us direction and power. And I also got to spend time at Together, which is uh, we, we had about 4,000 people representing, I think, 100 congregations at USF. That was an amazing time. Uh, come next year, um, because next year we're going to have 10,000. But, you know, when the body of believers comes together in unity, what a blessing it was and what a perfect time to do it on Shavuot or Pentecost. Amen. Well, let's begin our time together today with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and worship you and know that in the midst of all the craziness that's going on in this world and in our country, you are the rock. Yeshua is our rock. And so we stand on the your word, we stand on your promises, and we are encouraged because we know you are in charge. We bless you, we thank you, and pray for a great week as we focus on you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. You know, uh, we have a packet to send you uh, in the for the next few weeks as I develop them, and you'll understand what that packet is all about. So listen to today's broadcast because it will be helps for what I'm going to be talking about. How's that for being vague? <laughs> and so I'd love for you to sign up for it. So I'm asking people who are going to take my what I'm calling my summer challenge Um I'm I'm asking you to uh, sign up for the summer challenge, and then I don't have to ask you to ask for various things. I'll just send them out automatically during the summer to you. So if you would like to, and I realize you don't know what the summer challenge is, but you will know. But in the meantime, know that if you want the summer challenge, call our office, 813-831-5673. Don't forget, we love to have uh, you come and visit at services. Introduce yourself to me. I'd love to meet you, uh, bring friends, especially bring Jewish friends, right, who don't know Yeshua. 
and uh, we want to see them come to know him. And uh, for information about services, I, I'm in South Tampa, but there are other locations as well. Call 813-831-5673 go to, or go to our website, uh, right? org. S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. And as far as this uh, broadcast, you know, consider giving us a one-time gift or becoming a monthly partner so that we can pay our bills here. Uh, We would definitely appreciate it. And please hold us up in prayer. We would love for you to continue to pray for what we're doing here and pray for me that my messages will touch people's heart. And certainly the heart of Messiah would go forward. So, uh, again, if if you'd like to give uh, 813-831-5673, speak to Karen, okay? So, what's next? You understand what I'm saying? These past 50 days of counting the Omer were spiritually enriching for me. It was a great time. I spent more intentional, focused time with the Lord than I've ever done before. I sense a new closeness with him, even as circumstances in some cases haven't been the best. My focus and my dependence on God has never been better. However, what do I do now? I had given myself and many of you various spiritual tasks to accomplish each morning. And I did that faithfully. I don't know about you guys, but I did it. And I have seen a lot of fruit in my life. So this week was not great spiritually. You know, I came down from having done the 50 days, right? And all of a sudden, I had nothing really planned. I didn't have a new direction from the Lord, though I still met with him each morning, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same intensity, wasn't the same presence. I, it just wasn't the same. And I, I was asking the Lord for direction because I realized that right, right quickly that I was going to be in trouble if God didn't speak to me. And finally, Wednesday and Thursday of this week, I received some new clarity. I feel the Lord was saying that there are two areas to really focus on uh, for me and for my listeners and for my congregation. Um, and, And that is our quiet time, which I know is a continuation of what we've been doing, and sharing our faith, which we've talked from time to time about. But I I want to look at it maybe a little differently at this time. Uh, My quiet time is now broken into three different sections as of this week, the end of this week, yes. And what I'm doing is I'm using the book Face to Face, Volume 1. If you uh, do not have this book, it is a great book, easy to get, um... It's like probably $3 on Amazon if you buy it used, right? So using, this is volume one, which and this book is about 98% scriptures, right? So I'm going to start each morning with what is called in the book morning affirmations. And that's going to take me about a half hour. 
And it's the same thing every morning. In other words, there's no change, no difference in what I'm going to be doing. Secondly, um, the second half hour, I'm going to, also from this book, I'm going to use their daily prayer guide, which uh, every day is different, and I'll spend a half hour doing that. And uh, so I'm excited about that. I, I really, I found the, these first two days, three days of doing this has, have really been great for me. And then I will go out on a walk for a half hour and pray from my heart. In other words, however I feel God's touching me after that first hour and just kind of uh, not have anything in front of me except my heart before the Lord. Um, and, And when I started doing this, all of a sudden, once again, I felt like I was strongly in God's presence. Now, this book, Face to Face, it's written by Ken Boa, and the uh, part of the title says, Praying the Scriptures for Intimate Worship. And uh, again, I would really recommend it to you. Uh, during Counting the Omer, actually, I used Volume 2, but now I'm using Volume 1 again. Uh, the second thing that the Lord impressed on me is to focus on sharing my faith. Now, it's kind of an interesting thing because my heart wants to share all the time. But do I do it? Honestly, no. And do I do it as much as I should or could? No. I don't know if you'd say the same thing. So let me just say this. The spring feasts are so monumental and and they give us focus on vision concerning the importance of our time with the Lord. But we come into these summer months, June, July, and August, that seem to have us be in the wilderness. Similar to the people of Israel, you know, after they received God's word, I would like to supply myself and you with a vision and focus for these summer months. As you know, the fall feasts begin in September. Rosh Hashanah begins September 15th this year. We have been praying for revival, right? And people coming to know the Lord is one of the keys to knowing that revival has actually come. One of the best times of the year to share your faith with Jewish people is leading up to and during the fall feasts. So it's obvious for Jewish believers to want their family and their friends to come to know Yeshua. But Scripture makes this a goal for everyone, not just for Jewish people, but for everyone to go to the Jewish people. Yeah? Okay, let's look at some Scripture. Romans 11 starting with verse 11. I say then, they, meaning the Jews, did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. By their, meaning the Jews, by their false step, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke Israel to jealousy. So let's talk about this for a second. Christians are to provoke Jews to jealousy. So how do they do that? Well, the unconditional love that you can show them 
will make them jealous. The strong relationship with the Lord that you have and you display will make them jealous. Your knowledge about scriptures and their scriptures, right? The old covenant, right? The traditions will make them jealous. Your zeal and love for God will make them jealous. Your love for Israel will make them jealous. It is time to make your Jewish friends and family and Jewish people that you meet jealous. All right. I mean, that's what Scripture says, right? Verse 12. Again, we're in Romans 11. Now, if the Jews' transgression leads to riches for the world and their their loss riches for the Gentiles, then how much more their fullness? In other words, it's like this. Can you imagine that as Jewish people come back to the Lord through Yeshua, the kind of fullness that will bring to them and to the rest of the world? Let's look at verse 13. But I am speaking to you who are Gentiles, insofar as I am an emissary to the Gentiles, I spotlight my ministry. So Paul is writing this to those who are not Jewish. Christians need to understand that God is not finished with the Jews, and they are still his chosen people. And in this chapter, Paul is constantly warning these new believers who are Christians that they should not be arrogant, even though they understand the enormity and the importance of their newfound faith, even though they've been grafted in and now they are part of of what God is doing, they still cannot be arrogant. Verse 14, If somehow I might provoke to jealousy my own flesh and blood and save some of them. So this is a goal for Paul as well. He's explaining how he feels about his Jewish brethren, and he wants to see them come to know the Lord. He wants to see that his behavior, his lifestyle, who he is, makes his uh, brethren jealous. And, and so now he explains more of God's plan in verse 15. For if the Jews' rejection leads to the reconciliation of the world, what will the Jews' acceptance be but life from the dead? See, the Jews are coming back, <laughs> right? Okay, and they're going to accept Yeshua as their Messiah, and it's going to be like life from the dead. Well, first, we should not ignore the first part of Scripture. Accepting the Lord should bring reconciliation to the world. That is God's heart. That means by knowing Yeshua, you who believe should not have people who are estranged from you. Right? You should be good with everybody you know. (laughs) You are God's example. Secondly, but when the Jews do come back to the Lord, by receiving Yeshua as their Messiah, it will be like life from the dead. Life from the dead is resurrection power and revival. Are you saying amen to this? I hope so. 
It should be important to every one of us to see Jewish people accept Yeshua. Let's use these summer months where we might otherwise be in the wilderness to prepare ourselves spiritually and prepare ourselves for the harvest that God will bring us in September and October. Amen? Are you willing to take this summer challenge and prepare so that you will be more confident to go out and share your faith to the Jew first, but to everyone you meet? So that this is the summer challenge, not only to share your faith, but to get yourself every day spiritually ready with the Lord. That's the challenge. So now you know what the challenge is. Are you willing to not only hear, read, meditate on the following verse, but be the feet of those who carry out this verse? Romans 1.16, For I'm not ashamed of the good news, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who speaks to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Are you ashamed to share your faith? Are you scared to share your faith? Is it inconvenient to share your faith because of your busyness? Are you too distracted by various things that happen to share your faith? Why don't you or I share our faith each day with multiple people? Most of us understand the importance of salvation. Imagine what it would be like for your family or friends who don't know the Lord to accept the Lord. What would it be like? Just imagine it. You know, I asked you to be the feet who carry the good news to all people. It reminds me of the scripture, Isaiah 52, 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who announces shalom, who brings good news of happiness, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. You know, feet shows movement, and that movement is to bring the good news, announce peace, bring happiness. But most of all, you are announcing salvation. You are proclaiming salvation to Zion. Who's Zion? Zion is Israel, the Jewish people, saying, your God reigns. You're not saying, my God reigns. You're saying, your God reigns. See, this is to the Jew. Asking the Jewish people to receive their God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Hallelujah. Amen. If you believe in God, like most of my listeners do, you must also believe there's a devil or one called Satan. In Hebrew, we say hasatan. Ask yourself right now, what is his job, Satan's job here on earth? John 10.10 says the thief comes only to steal, slaughter, and destroy. That's his job. Steal, slaughter, and destroy your relationship with God. He's coming after you and I. People who believe, that's his job. 2 Corinthians 11.3, I'm afraid that somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your minds might be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion and purity to the Messiah. 
He wants to deceive us so that we won't follow God. He wants to deceive us so that we won't love our neighbor and we will not have unity. And so people won't know that Yeshua is the Messiah because they won't see it in us. He wants to stop us from having a quiet time with the Lord so we won't build ourselves up in the Lord and have the Lord's strength. He wants us to feel weird or intimidated or lethargic about sharing our faith. However, Yeshua directs us differently. He says in Mark 16, 15, he told them, go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creature. Now, look, this is a commandment. This is Yeshua's third commandment after love God and love your neighbor. Choose who you want to follow, God or Hasatan. By doing nothing, you are following Hasatan because he wants us to believe that this isn't for us. He wants us to be passive and unresponsive. Do I hear you say that you want to follow God? You want to do his will? But where do I start? Well, over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about the preparation that is needed. We're going to start with sharing our faith, and then we're going to end with, again, getting our quiet time really solid. Or maybe we'll mix them up together. But I've got to say that I need you to tell me that you are willing to take this summer challenge. So I need an email or a uh, some or call the office. What do you need to do to prepare? Well, first and most importantly, you must have a strong time with the Lord each day. Second, you pray that you'll have the burden and the heart to share your faith. Thirdly, prepare yourself with opening lines. In other words, we're going to have to strategize and figure out what's a good opening line that will segue you from a secular discussion into a discussion about Yeshua. Prepare yourself if there's no discussion and you're just meeting somebody how to open with uh, a question that will be Uh, not taken in a negative way. Um, Prepare yourself to have a compelling way to explain why one should accept Yeshua as Messiah and Lord. Five, know how to close if the person is in agreement. How do you get them to receive the Lord? Number six, know enough scriptures that you're prepared to answer objections. Number seven, make a list of objections that you have heard or somebody has said to you, and, and so you expect to hear these objections and find the answers and how to communicate those answers to other people. So uh, a few other thoughts, look for opportunities each day to share and also carry something with you like a track or a bookmark that is specially designed or a card to personally invite people to services or wear a sharing shirt, a a great icebreaker uh, in conversation. any rate, I'm running out of time, but you can see where we're going. If you're interested in taking the summer challenge, I will help supply you with materials. Please call our office, give us your name and email, and I will email your various helps during these next few months. You won't have to do it twice because once you say, I'm in for the challenge, you'll be on a list and automatically you'll get stuff from me. 
So that's the best way to handle this. So call our office, and you can call 813-831-5673. Please visit our website at Cheresh David and come to services, bring guests, and especially in these months. If you feel this program is valuable, please uh, support it financially and, and, and also with prayer. Let's close Father, I thank you and praise you for your presence and your desire for us to share you with the world. And so, Lord, I pray that that the the listeners to this program will be inspired to take this summer challenge. And, Lord, I pray that you will be their first priority and that you will make them grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.